Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. <laughs> there we go. Hello, mate. Hello, Mal. <laughs> I mean, that was taking oh, 28 yeah. minutes. 28 minutes. 28 minutes of prep. Uh, what? Um, basically, I... I kind of realised over the weeks that you've started to use reels. I have. Uh, which is... Over is, the weeks? I mean, for a few months, but yeah, go on. Quite a few months. And uh, it's just only just dawned on me that uh, my webcam, I'm using a laptop webcam, so obviously not good quality. So tonight uh, I thought, whilst you know, we, we were prepping to, to go live. Mm. Um, to sort out my webcam, but I, this is very disorientating. I mean, that is. I mean, I'm using my my phone, so I can look down and look at look at the screen, but that's not looking at you. So that that if I if I look at that, that's about as far. And do you know what I hate about this as well is that I'm looking at you, and you're. Not, I can tell you that you're not looking at me. I am looking at you now. Are you? How far down does that look? All right, if I look. No. At- <laughs> Not at all there. <laughs> this is outrageous. Um, it looks like you're looking into the distance. I do, I know, I'm so not interested in what like, we've got so to talk not about. Interested. I'm like, oh. um, okay, well, this is just going to be a very bizarre setup. That's fine. Um, for the, you know, there we go. But, I mean, this prior is... to that as well, when I logged on, I had a sound issue. Yeah, you had a, you had a sound issue. Which was I don't know what was going on. What did it sound like? It sounded. It was just like a weird like feedback of some sort. I don't know. It was it was it was strange. I had to kind of restart the laptop, but now it's working fine. So, mm. but that's fine. And um, also, I can hear myself back from your earphones as well. So you might, I might be a little bit too loud in your okay. ears. Okay, there. Hello, hello. Just a little bit more down. A little bit more down. I can still hear you. I hear can... myself. That's better, that's better, that's better, that's better. I can barely hear you now. Okay, well, turn, turn me up then. Oh, hello. Yeah. Right, How, can you hear yourself loads? Yeah, okay, well, 31 minutes now, right. okay? There we go, this is, honestly, <laughs> we'd started this so long ago. Um, this is well, cursed, this, this is... episode is cursed. It almost nearly didn't happen as well, because oh, even yeah. prior to these last two things, Forrest, what was going on with your Wi-Fi? So Virgin Media today has decided to just be an absolute twat for everybody in the country. Um, so Virgin Media is uh, an internet service provider in the UK, uh, and it's been down most of the day. So that didn't go well. There was also... Um, there was another reason. Oh well, you're on holiday. We haven't. I am on holiday. Yeah, I'm not in the, the house I'm, I live in. No. So you're in York. I'm in York. Yeah. The grand old Duke of York for the night. <laughs> and uh, so literally everything that could go wrong or be a reason as to why we shouldn't do this, and we've just gone. No. Fuck no. it. No. Let's let's go to town. Just realised my microphone's in completely the wrong place. Let's plow through it. And it, oh, it, oh, there Hello. you go. That's, I was about to say your microphone sounds a bit off as well. There we now I've just got to... <laughs> God, is that... <laughs> just go back to the original this, webcam. This is absolutely... Just go back to the original webcam and then you can get yourself a new, a new webcam another time. All right, that's a good point. I didn't need... Oh, hang on a minute. <laughs> there oh, you go. No. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, no. Right. That's better. The good yeah, old we, usual, that the is. The good old day. Uh, we're back. We're back. We're, oh, gosh. That, do you know that what? That's is. so weird. That looks just... It just feels way more comforting for me as well. Way more comforting I feel, for me? Like, <laughs> yeah. But no, you. how do you feel? You feel? I feel I feel more relaxed now. Like, oh. being being in that new position, I was like... I didn't know how things were going to go. Um, Rachel has said he's loud, isn't he? Tell him to shush. Oh, my God. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh, there is a. She's also sent a lovely photo of. I, I, this is, <laughs> this is gonna, 
<laughs> this is outrageous. I was going to say, I've sent a lovely photo of your kids. And I, <laughs> this is very absurd. I've got a photo of your kids. <laughs> two flights from above where you are now. Have you? Uh, are they asleep? They are. Look at this. Okay, good. We won't. Right, thank well, Christ. Okay, won't I do need to be but... quiet then. Right, I need to be quiet. Well, yeah. 33 minutes. Right. So, what we talk- <laughs> what are we talking about today? Oh, my, my, my mate, my, is... mate, my dear Forrest. My dear <laughs> Forrest. Okay, we're here. We're still in... We've gone back into phase four. We just had our wonderful episode with Lights Camera Rant on our oh, new, yeah. very first, actually, news roundup of um, MCU and DC stuff that was happening. So that was last week. But we've gone back into phase four. And we're going on to a new TV show, which is... Falcon and the Winter Soldier. loads to speak about this so this there is, is the, the first time i've ever seen it uh, that's pretty never, special never seen it before very yeah yeah um but yeah there is a lot to go through and i and i think yeah. if i may matt start hmm. off with one of one of my gripes which actually is a good thing to get to now because we're talking about how much we've got to get through mm-hmm. my main gripe with this TV show or this series is there is far too much going on. There is an Sing un- it, my friend. Sing unbelievable it. amount of baggage. Mm. I, I don't know. I've never seen one series have so many characters, so many plot points, so many like use uses of words we've never heard of or terminology we're not really yeah. sure of there are, there's confusing plots i don't know i for most of it i genuinely had no fucking idea what the group was called that carly works for i yeah I, it, it's... I, I, I still can't remember them i literally no. learned the name five minutes ago okay and it's gone out of my head <laughs> it's it, it's it's uh, the flag smashers the flag the, smashers brilliant um, name yeah, yeah okay yeah. But absolutely absurd. It's yeah. so overbloated in regards to how much is in it. 100% mate, I honestly couldn't agree more. So we are, dear listener, focusing on episode one to three of Falcon mm. and the Winter Soldier for this episode. And then we'll do the five, I think it's three to six. I think there's six episodes yeah, yeah. Um, in total for the second, for next week, um, for the second part. But I... Uh, does this tie into your overall kind of like views of the series so far? Uh, yes. Yeah. So in terms of it being, <laughs> that was kind of like shit. You just asked me a question. <laughs> I was not expecting that. Um, like there's, there's like there's too much for you. I just wanted you to expand a little bit because I yeah. think we're touching on something that's going to be we'll be talking about quite a bit. Yes, I I think with um from just looking back, I think it's episode three. Episode three onwards, once we start to get Zemo, um, or was that, yeah, Zemo, uh, yeah. Zemo or Zemo? How would you I think? I think Falcon called him Zemo, but I've been calling him Zemo since Ultron, so yeah, yeah Zemo, that's Zemo. interesting. And, um, but yeah, it, it, so the first couple of episodes, I'm fully on board, and then suddenly there is so much, it, 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 it and it's it becomes very bizarre as to why why they've shoved so much together. And I'm trying to wrap my brains as to what what part of the process would have led to of that ha- led to that happening. It's know. it's like they okay so okay so fucking the Winter Soldier is an opportunity for us to introduce a brand new Captain America. Okay. Mm. So we're getting the Falcons, Captain America. We get Sam Wilson as Captain America. That is effectively going to be the end goal of this series. But what we have 
is in between there we have Bucky's storyline. We have a, a, a socio-political um, storyline undertone that's going throughout. Okay, we have um, the general public in terms of a side plot, which is where the flag smashers come into it. In terms of coming out of the five-year blip, people wanting to you know to have life as what it was you know a few years ago when there was half the population. We have that kind of message as well, and we have all these different components and and and, and Zemo and and all and and then super even the super soldier stuff is its own pop, you know plot line. You've got all this kind of... It's like they go around the houses just to effectively just reach to Sam Wilson's Captain America, you know, yeah. which we'll get to the second part. And it's like, okay, what's the... Impo- what Honestly, what what is the important bit on this series? And for me, it is Bucky's redemption mm-hmm. and it is Sam Wilson becoming Captain America. Yeah. Okay. Those are the... For me, the main... I mean, they're the two main characters. They're, they're our protagonists. Mm-hmm. That is where their end goal is. So... You know, we start with Bucky with with a list, which is quite, quite reminiscent to Captain America's list when he comes out of, you know, First Avenger and he has a list of trying to learn about what is culture now. Um, and now, he, you know, and Bucky has his own list of people that he's done wrong and tries to get redemption from and say, look, I'm no longer the Winter Soldier. And that is, a, I honestly think that's a really lovely storyline. I think it's a really lovely um, character development. I'm trying to be really quiet. Sorry, if I, if you can, if I, if I'm being really quiet, that's because Rachel, as you know, has told me off. Um, but I, I feel, I feel like Bucky's character is nicely developed in this show. However, it's all just muddied around this. I think completely irrelevant flag smashes thing. Yeah, I just, I don't know. A hundred percent, and they're very, and they're all weak. Like, at, at, like 100%. actors, characters, like Carly, absolutely no interest. Don't I'm sorry, care about it. like yeah. absolutely couldn't give a toss about this group of people. Yeah. Like, we, you know, it, at, at some points we go into some kind of Sherlock esque. Like they're they're infiltrating buildings with like sci-fi yes. tech. I'm like, why the fuck does that matter all of a sudden? So that that's a brilliant thing to mention as well. So this is what I want us to talk about as well later in the podcast about kind of what is this TV show? What is the genre? Because I've I mm. spent those last three hours watching it going for the second time. So I've watched it once already. So for the second time, I'm still going kind of like, okay, well, what what is it? Is it? Is it espionage? Is it action? Is it thriller? Is it is it a heist? Because there's a there's a they practically break out Zemo and they kind of do it in a heist fashion in a way. But it's only for a moment. So, but like there's a lack of identity, I think, and it's kind of very much following on the hinges of what's happened before in Phase Three in the aftermath of you know, end game, which is fine because that is, you know, what phase four is doing. That's what we've had with WandaVision. That's what we're going to get with Falcon, the Winter Soldier and other TV series and films that could be coming after it in phase four. But like it, the, the, the identity of a Captain America experience mm. isn't there. Now, I don't know whether that's deliberate because literally Captain America is dead, you know, Mm. Or is it is it just not there because they haven't thought about it and they've missed that out? You know. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it, it, this this series reeks of a series that they could have removed about four different plots, made mm. this three episodes, and mm. so much more focused because of it. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. This could have been half the amount of episodes. I know we're just talking about one to three, really, but this the whole series could have been half half as half the series it was. Half the plots, like like I say, the emphasis should be absolutely on Bucky. Should be on Sam, um, and um, yeah, and I, and I love the kind of so looking at the first episode, um, there was a lot. Uh, it starts off with the flag smashers looking at conspiracy theories, the use of online. So there seems to be a real kind of focus about um, what does that online presence uh, mm. do, cause mm. uh, in, a, in a world where you have the Avengers, right? Yeah. That is a great question. That is not the question this series answers. It has a subplot where it kind of talks about it, but actually that's not the focus. The focus is on what does America do when it hasn't got Captain America to rely yeah. on, right? And that is why the Walker plot, I think, is one of the strongest. 
because I actually Completely. thoroughly enjoy looking at, at a country that uses a nobody in order to bring, you know, to bring a, an icon back, right? And, yeah. and the damage that can do and the difficulty being in that job is, you know, not anyone can do it. That's kind of what it's show, showing mm. on, on, a, on a really surface level. So that was really, really, really brilliant. I love Bucky, like the therapy scenes for the first episode, um, setting that up and just showing him. Uh, hello, Rachel. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> Come back in, come back in. You can't not come in now. Look at that. <laughs> that was incredible. <laughs> that was like that was like the um like the um interviewer. But I'm I, I'm not even. I'm, You're projecting. I'm projecting. That's what I do all the time. Project less well. I can't. Okay, I'm just gonna do it. Unbelievable. This is unbelievable. This is the ASMR episode. It really is. What? I'll try and be quiet. I'll try. I haven't come down to ask us to be quiet. I'll come see if you want a cup of tea. Oh, no, I'm good. I've got my wine. I'm on holiday time. Oh, you burped my ear. How oh, dare oh, you. Lovely, lovely. Do you want to see Forrest? Oh, I'd love one, yeah. One sugar, please. Milk. Wouldn't it be amazing if I just, like, rocked up right now in your room? And just, amazing. Uh, what a joy that would bring to my face. Um, <laughs> just, to get, just to circle back... Circle back into the room um, about John Walker. Mm. Um, now, I think you're right. I think the um, the storyline with John Walker about uh, America choosing John Walker as the next character, Captain America, when actually, really, you know, this symbol should be a symbol for for people, you know, for for quite clearly somebody else. And there's this kind of social political issue around kind of the um around uh, black people being seen as not an option mm. for people to be heroes yeah. and and then you, is it is it isaiah i think it's isaiah, isaiah yeah isaiah. Isaiah. isaiah so and like that 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 storyline coming out even kind of when captain america was around mm. during the world wars as a as another super soldier and none of that story being told until now and it kind of, and it reflects, I think it reflects really well about kind of genuinely about kind of black history in, in, in terms mm. of what we are not being told and what we haven't been told in schools and education globally, but equally what we haven't been told as well in the MCU. Mm. There's, they, they, they turn it around on themselves, I think quite well. It's amazing. But again... That's all completely smothered by 10 plot 100%. points that shouldn't have been there. Yeah. That is such yeah. a fundamental th uh, part of this series. And yet it is absolutely suffocated yeah. by a load of shit scenes around it. It's just, like uh, just unnecessary garbage around it. It, it. You've only got... The biggest thing I can say is you look at the second Wakanda film, mm -hmm. right... And the focus that film had, it still had Namor, and it still had you know a, a proper MCU, <clears throat> for, uh, you know storyline, a proper you know yeah. uh, the construction of an MCU film within it. However, it was majorly focused on what it was focusing on, right? Mm -hmm. um, and it had this serious undertone, serious um, you know story. Uh, and 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 just everything serious about the series just disappears. Because it's under a, a weight of God knows what. Do you do you feel like they were trying to be a little bit cutting edge to the detriment of trying to talk about the the the, the fact that there is a population issue? Mm. Okay, so one storyline saying there's too many people on this planet. We when we had half of us, it was everything was a lot easier, you know, and we should be given the right to be super soldiers and all that kind of stuff. And you've got that kind of rebel alliance resistance let's say but then you've also got this massive global issue about our history and about black history as well and about the representation of black people as being seen as uh uh respected superheroes and and whether you know the fact that they have that that, that government in the mcu didn't choose sam wilson immediately mm. you've got all these and it's kind of like is it cramming they should have just really highlighted one and it was quite. It should quite obviously be the Sam Wilson 
you know, the Isaiah kind of plots that's going through there because there's, there's so much to unpack there. Mm. And I think there's so much to, um, and I know they kind of circle back to it later in the episodes. We will get to it, I know, later on. But it's just it's just compiled amongst all these other social issues um, that not aren't unjust. It's just the fact that I think it was an opportunity for us to tell that part of the story a little bit more solidified solidified yeah for series yeah. one i think the isaiah it should have been it should have been the contrasting plots of isaiah's history sam and and sam against a backdrop of america view uh views mm. american views walker getting you know the net another you know white captain america what does captain america look like right so that that's the backdrop they're the plots that should have been it right just delve into that delve into sam giving away the shield walker ending up with it sam sam's reasons for not wanting to you know necessarily dive in and be be captain america and, and explore that just have that series one series two should have been bring back zemo Look at these flag, you know, emerge the story, uh, begin the story of the flag smashers, you know, introduce them slowly as a threat. There is no sense of threat because we know all about them within five fucking minutes. So it's Mm. all just absolutely okay. They do this, brilliant. Okay, brilliant. Like, there's no, there's no, I'm not left at the end of any episode going, oh, Christ, what are going to be their next moves? Like, oh, how big of a threat are they? Oh, not that big, because Falcon's going to whip their ass within about five minutes anyway. Oh, and here's Bucky. He's joined in for the ride, which is, you know, doesn't really feel like you know, initially there's any reason for that either. There's no, like, going to what you just said, there's no threat. No. These Flag Smashers, <laughs> really, let's be honest, after everything that the Avengers have gone through, after everything that the world has gone through, that... Just had a little, a little a rebel alliance, you know, that might, okay, have uh, super soldier serum, okay, can be a little bit problematic, but let's be honest, that's the world that they're living in now, okay, again, when it gets to She-Hulk, okay, about getting the, you know, be, being able to become a Hulk and all that kind of stuff is way more accessible now, right? Mm. So is it really a threat? Yeah. No, not really. They've got, you've got outer worldly threats, you've got... A, you've got the, the quantum realm that we're trying to understand. We're getting now phase four about multiversal kind of threats as well. For an MCU audience, a localized rebel group, mm. isn't it? No, it's not. It's not what it's. Uh, you know, I think unless if they didn't have the super soldier stuff, yeah, there would be no literally no reason for Bucky and Falcon to to, to be even involved. No, no. And, and, and to, I think for me, the highlight of the, the biggest showcase of there being a horrendous amount of unnecessary subplots and things going on in a series, right, happened all, I believe it happens all the way in episode one. In, in fact, I'm pretty sure of it, right? Bucky mm-hmm. go, um, so... Bucky goes to a restaurant, and you know, and then I, I can't remember half the names because there's just too many names. But mm. there's a guy, the old guy that he goes to this uh, restaurant with, doesn't he? It, it's oh, him and um, this old guy. Um, is it what's his name? Nakasawa. Yeah. Um, well, you've got Leah who works behind the bar. Leah, trying to find right? his name. Yeah. So Leah, he goes on a date with, right? Yep. So and then so there's this whole scene about Leah, right? Mm-hmm. He goes on a date with Leah, and you're like, right, okay, brilliant. Where's you know where's this going? He runs out of the date, and then to go back to this guy's house to see that image, right? And it and mm-hmm. it kind of brings up his part, Bucky's past, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then that's it. Leah, yeah. Leah, never mention again. No, no, you know. Oh, you just left me at the date. The old guy never comes back and goes, "What the fuck? What, what the hell? Are you, what you, the hell are you playing at?" Absolutely nothing, right? Surely there are other means to get Bucky to that point. 
rather than a, a well unnecessary three scenes where he creates a date and nothing comes from it. Yeah, I thought for in that moment that Leo was going to be more of a love interest. Yeah, in there, like, and I thought, and and, and as well, I remember going back to it when I watched it the first time, thinking that, oh my god, okay, we're going to get some sort of like love, kind of like interest, like conflicts around, kind of, is he a person that should be able to love? Mm-hmm. Um, does he have the ability to do and all that kind of stuff? And and it's just left for dead after that moment. And I think there was opportunities again to develop Bucky even further, but it just and- didn't happen. And it and it would match with the with the therapy sessions because he, yeah. his you know his ability to break down his barriers and talk about how he feels or whatever all of that felt like it was it was going to match up in a lovely bow that by the end of the series he's found you know not only has he is is he found himself again but he's found a reason to to be himself right yeah. he's he's found yeah. this person that is allowing him to go right I, I need to forget this past you know z and that would have been great because you would have had leah you would have Leo being like, no, no, be the man you are now, blah, 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 be the person you are now, against Zemo being, no, come back, you are that, you are that super soldier, you know, trying to hark back to his, to that. Would have been perfect. Great. No, half of that gets abolished within five seconds of setting it up. Uh, And then Zemo, don't even, oh my God, Zemo's character, I know it's just one thing after another, but Zemo, what is the point in that? What's he even doing? He just, he just stoops around being irritated or you're not really sure which side he's, he's an, an alliance for. And, it, and, it, and, then, he, and then that's it. He disappears. He, so correct me if I'm wrong. And I might be wrong, dear listener. So please do correct me if I'm wrong. Because I probably am. Let's be honest. If Forrest get just fact check me if you do know this. Was the last time we saw Zemo, Zemo, Ultron? Uh, was that the last time we saw him? I thought it was Winter Soldier, was it not? Ah, ah, yeah, you know, you're right, you are right. Winter Soldier. Which and that's is where he got after, caught. After, after Ages Ultron, isn't it, Winter Soldier? Yeah, it is, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that's what, beginning of Phase 3? Yes. So that's a fair few years ago as well, if we kind of think about when this was released. Yeah. Um. I forgot about him, mate. I'll be quite honest. That's hence why I'm saying it. It's like I went <laughs> when Zemo was first mentioned. I was like, "Zemo who?" Yeah. And then when he came on the screen, and it was like the end of the second episode was like a kind of like he looked up from in prison, and it cut to black, and it was like some massive reveal. And I was like, "Who? What?" The most sub subpar reveal ever. I'm like, what? It's not, at no point has, has that character been one you've gone for. Oh, yeah, oh, oh, he's back. Can't bloody wait to oh, see him he's come back. again. Got to bring him back. There. Jesus Christ, Emma Cup there. Um, yeah, it's Let's talk about Thanos threat level. <laughs> Woo! Um, yeah, exactly, exactly that. Uh, episode one, I'm, I'm gonna let. I've got to give it some praise. Uh, I like the location hopping. I love yep. the kind of, you know, the well sprawling of it all. Uh, very similar to what I liked about the Spider-Man film that we just looked yep. at. Yep. Um, magnificent CGI. I thought the CGI was brilliant. Um, so we get the the very first scenes. We get kind of a, a rival flying scene. To You remember Iron Man 3? Where we yep. had a bit of a shaky flying scene. Some mm-hmm. bits were alright, and then another bit it was quite drawn out. Whereas we had a Falcon flying scene right at the start, um, and that was that was brilliant. Some really good like CGI, and you can imagine that if this was the first TV series instead of Wonder, would be you know you'd be straight into oh wow the production value's really good. Yeah, the um, VSFX team haven't got tired yet. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's I just yet. Yeah, but they will be soon. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. I think that I think the um, especially I think you know in terms of when they went to the what I, what looked like Shanghai, like the, the the neon kind of version of like what, what Shanghai looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, what's it called? Marty? I can't even get the location. I can't remember what it's called. It begins with an M. Um, but they go to this kind of like um, uh, sort of area where it's not lived the law doesn't really 
the the global law, let's say, and leg legislation about people and law lawfulness and the black market, all that kind of stuff, lives within this one location. And I really thought when they were kind of had this long shot when it was the three of them walking across this bridge, it was a really brilliant piece of CGI, I thought, in terms of generally kind of having people, I've got out of focus, um, in terms of having, uh, establishing the location and, and, and where they're going to be and all that kind of stuff. But I think, yeah, I think generally it worked really well in terms of visual effects. And the the fight scene as well, when they had the initial fight scene with um, John Walker coming on the um, uh, lorry and he's fighting with, Falcon, he's fighting with Bucky, and they're going against the Flag Smashers. That sequence of action, I really enjoyed. Um, I thought it was pretty good. I think it could have gone on for longer, mm. personally, um, but they didn't. Um, I know that there are better fight sequences in the later episodes, which I'm looking forward to watching again. Mm. Yeah. But like, in, in, we, I feel I feel like we need to be a little bit posit more positive because I think we've for the last half an hour absolutely <laughs> slated it. But I, but, but I think there's good reason to. I, th 100%. I think and and it, and this is and in all, in all honesty, this isn't a show that I thoroughly enjoyed watching. I, I there was a lot yeah. of moments where I was taken out of it. I it was I was just overwhelmed. So the enjoyment instantly faded, uh, and I was uh, because it starts off nice and slow. I love the um, uh, character of Torres. Mm -hmm. Is it Torres, uh, I really like that character. But again, Torres, he, he's there, then he's not, and then mm -hmm. he's suddenly back at the end, like towards the end again. And and so any, it, it, it's just really flaky with what on earth is going on. Uh, who who's popping on? Who's going? And it's so overwhelming. We we we, what One Division did well, and let's let's compare and contrast to what we've already seen previously. What One Division did really well was introducing new characters at the right time, while still focusing solely on a main plot line about one person, and that was Wonder. Okay, yeah. yes, there were side plots and all that kind of stuff that was happening, but it wasn't too oversaturated but with this it was kind of like both of our protagonists have equal of different objectives of mm. of the same magnitude they are on completely different paths they are forced to come together again because they have to fight this one thing but that really isn't relevant to where they need to be ending up and mm. and it's just and it's just too much for us to understand really what's going on with our two characters in terms of development. And we have to learn about new characters. Of course, we've got to learn about new characters. It's phase four. That's what it's about, all right? But what we get is this hot pot of loads of new people where we mm. can't make our mind up on which ones we want to follow. No, yeah, absolutely. But uh... what I will say, what I will say, sorry, Forrest, what I will say is um, Sarah Wilson, um, who is uh, Sam Wilson's uh, sister, um, in the first episode, that kind of plot line with her coming back and trying to sort out the boat, trying to get a loan and saying, like, mm. look, you don't understand how hard it's been. You're, you're, you know, Falcon, look, you can, you can sort this out. But he, you know, Sam Wilson, much with the confidence he comes in with kind of, yeah, I'll get a loan. I'm an Avenger, blah, blah, blah. And then that's denied. Mm. And then the question of, well, where is the value of being an Avenger? Because by the government's eyes, you've got nothing. You, you're not, you're not a hero. Yeah, fair enough. You, you, you've, you've saved the planet, but you know that's not going to get you alone. Like that, that kind of topic's quite interesting. And I thought that the way that Sarah Wilson playing it, the character of Sarah Wilson, it is played by um, uh, uh, Adipero uh, Odai. Um, they she kind of plays it in a way that's really subtle, that's really human as well, mm. which I really enjoy. Um, so I just want to give a particular shout out to her. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. My favorite scene in the first episode right at the end we we get an almost kind of Batman Dark Knight vibe come in with Walker so we we see the TV so Sam is watching TV um and we get that shot of uh, kind of um American politicians on the steps of a large building and they're talking and they basically introduce Walker as Captain America, right? Yeah. Uh, and that, for me, felt very Gotham-like. Mm. It felt very mm. kind of, you know, uh, reminiscent of, yeah, of, of Dark Knight uh, with, um, oh, crikey, what's his name? The chief policeman on Gotham. Uh, uh, um, I've, I've had three glasses of wine. Uh, oh, tip of me song, tip of me song. Gary Oldman. Just say Gary Oldman. It is Gary Oldman. Yeah, him. Yeah. Him. <laughs> oh, Gordon. 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 Yeah. Gordon. That's it, Gordon. Oh, um, Jesus Christ. I I, this podcast. I, I'll, be quite, I'll be quite honest. It's been 33 minutes now since we really properly started. And I've just had a whole glass and it's gone, mate. I'm, I'm on holiday time. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a on holiday time. Oh, I'm a holiday. Holiday time. <laughs> oh, wow. He is. So, yeah. Sipping that wine. <laughs> Sipping every wine. Uh, yeah, so that I, I really enjoyed that. That gave me yeah. Yeah, gave good good vibes. I thought and you were going to say it gave me goosebumps. It gave me goosebumps. <laughs> Uh, episode two is by far the strongest episode. So, mm-hmm. uh, in my view, by far the strongest episode. Uh, so, yeah, John, um, John Walker. Uh, all focus is very much on him, um, and it's showing kind of Bucky Barnes's uh, disgust that Sam ever gave up the shield. And he's kind of going, look what look what you've caused. Um, uh, we get uh, John Walker kind of on a mission together with Sam and Bucky. Um, and it, yeah, it's, it's really, it's, it's a really strong episode. We get the introduction of Isaiah, um, yep. the, um, police cops as well. So, uh, yep. there's a really funny bit where we see the police, um, kind of, um, target Sam. And mm-hmm. then one of the police goes, he's an Avenger. Um, but we kind of, you know, could you elude that uh, that kind of the undercurrents of that being the American police force and mm-hmm. uh, you know everything we know about that? Um, yeah, and, it, and it's just a really strong. It seems a really strong centered episode. Episode two, it uh, knows what it's trying to achieve, um, and 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 then yeah, and and so for me, if all of it could have been like episode two. I'd have been. It was it was paced a lot better Mm. compared to one and three. I mean, three by far so far is the weakest, Mm. just because. (laughs) I'll be honest. When I watched it earlier, I was like, "Oh my god, I really can't follow this." Like, I really couldn't follow it. Um, like two plays it out quite 
well in terms of the pace of it. But that's because, like you say, we focus on other storylines for longer. It's more manageable for an audience to intake the next parts and the next moments, the development of certain characters in the scenes, and one of which is John Walker. Now, I want to, I want to, let's, I want to focus on John Walker for a moment because I actually mm. believe I have this um, weird relationship with with what my, my thoughts are with John Walker is in terms of the fact that like I, I really love the character but equally really hate the character which is mm. i think perfect because that's what you're supposed to do now i think yeah. what i've what i've realized is that it's the delivery of john walker which is by wyatt russell so wyatt russell is kurt russell's son oh wow i think nice. um i'm pretty sure i'm pretty positive because he looks just like kurt russell <laughs> um and he's also a brilliant actor. He's been in lots of other things as well, but there's one particular thing I just need to give a shout out to is um, the TV show on Disney Plus currently. Uh, it's called Under the ba- Banner of Heaven, uh, which has got Andrew Ooh. Garfield in as well. I think I've mentioned it a few weeks ago, um, but White Russell is also in it and he is phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal in it. Um, but he plays John Walker with this arrogance, but equally weird humility like he like he believes that he should be captain america because of what he sacrificed and what he's done he believes he's earned it Mm. and and this is the thing like we might not buy it we not might go you're not steve rogers no you don't that's not that's not your field you shouldn't have that that's what the audience that's what we as we as an audience are feeling but i also can see that he is playing it as in wyatt russell was playing this in the fact that he's going no my character believes he should be Captain America because he's earned his stripes. Mm. He should be, and he has been chosen to, and he's going to take it really seriously. And I buy that. And I really like how we kind of see the fact that he, as much as he's trying with absolute confidence, he's failing at every hurdle. Can't even get the simplest bit of intel. He's coming too heavy-handed. He has he has got gaping holes and attributes of what Steve Rogers had as Captain America. And it's really nice to see that play out bit by bit in manageable chunks. Yeah. So I feel like his character, and so far, that's, you know, episode one to three, has been played out quite nicely. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. The um, episode three starts off exactly what you you, you mentioned, right? With uh, far too many characters. So in yep. episode three, judging on my notes, so let's be honest, there might be a little bit inconsistency there. But as far as my notes, episode three, we're introduced to Zemo, uh, to Zemo properly. He mm-hmm. comes in right in episode two, but he's introduced properly. So new character to Zemo. We've got the power broker. That <laughs> whole, whole thing I didn't understand. I still, in all honesty, Matt, still don't fucking understand it because it was just a tiniest plot that everyone kept asking about the power broker. But you're like, well, hang on a minute. How is any of this relevant to what episode two was about? Mm -hmm. So uh, power broker, which me, uh, we were introduced to uh, Wilfred Nagel works for the power broker. Yep. And crack the code. Selby. Selby. Yep. Sharon rocks up. Yep, Sharon Carter rocks Sharon up. Sharon yep. Carter work, um, rocks up. Um, uh, and uh, and I think at this point is the first point where we really start to um, talk about Carly again. I think they do mention Carly early on, but at this point she's properly mentioned. It circles back. And I think the the, the backstory of carly i think we, we get it a little bit more i think in the later episodes of, of kind of why she is you know heading up this kind of rebel alliance let's say um mm. not to be you know you know to sort of reference it to that kind of is it a rebel alliance i don't know they're a resistance aren't they they're they're not they're they're, they're being sold as a terrorist organization but underneath it all there isn't it isn't that um but like I, you know, we don't understand in those first three episodes, we've already had now three hours where really she's the villain and being painted as the villain. We know nothing about her. No. Absolutely nothing. Nothing about her at all. Other than the fact, I think at the end of, or in the mid to the end of episode three, we see that she's mourning over the loss of, I think it's her mum. I think. I still don't know now. 
but then yeah, that yeah. deathbed where she goes back to that kind of non non disclosed location. Yes. And then she's kind of crying over somebody that's dying on the bed. And I, I was like, is that the guy that sacrificed himself or is that somebody else? And I think it's somebody else. But even now, mate, I'm yeah, not yeah. sure. I can't remember. No. And, 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 and in episode one, it's like, because I think we, the first kind of attack uh, from that group, we see that they've got, they've got super soldiers. Like you see the kind of footage, Torres Torres is showing the kind of footage of this super soldier in amongst their ranks. Um, but even that isn't fleshed out and isn't really given a lot a lot of reason, or certainly the reasons aren't obvious. And it's ah, oh, honestly, <laughs> there was there was one bit that really interested me in in the middle of the third episode, which mm. was an advert for the global repatriation. Mm. program which is which is i think as a concept quite interesting so so the u.s government are sort of like effectively with announcing a new captain america is all part of this program of bringing back people back on side to stop having these kind of little small rebel groups about kind of going yeah no we want we want the blip to happen again you know or people going oh I've, i don't feel like i've got a sense of place now i've come back after five years not knowing what to do or i can't get a job there's this we we have mentioned this before about seeing the day to day repercussions mm. of of an event like that when you spend five years with a half a population and then that rest of a population comes back five years later. How do they get jobs? What happens with their with their livelihoods? Are they still with their partners? Have their partners moved on? You know, do they can they get their homes back? Are they homeless? You know, like. We see it in small little chunks, you know, like for instance, the fact they couldn't get loans because because now everybody's coming back. It's harder to get a loan than it was five years ago. You know, all of these kind of little restrictions mm. are there, but it's only in a line. It's only in a word. It's subtle. And I think it could have been at the forefront of this series if yep. we focused a little bit more on just the, you know, the socio-political and economical repercussions of the blip but also them reflecting on their own kind of ideologies of who captain america should be that's yeah. your plot that's yeah. your plot exactly and, and it, so that advert it kicks off episode three so it's at the, at the yeah. start of that episode and if it, it basically for me this series you either choose the you either choose to follow that plot follow the flag smashers and it's all about that right yeah. or not and, and and as part of that maybe you have sam um sam and bucky towards the end i mm. actually don't think that's 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 the plot if that's the if you you want to go down that reparation and the flag smashers you need to have a full series to introduce them because that's a large story to tell. That is a lot of different people's stories to tell. And that mm. is, a, you know, a big thing, right? Or it is Falcon and a Winter Soldier and the the uh, the story of what happens with Captain America. Hence, you have, uh, you have Walker with, you have Walker, Bucky and Sam. Mm. That's it. That is it. You kickstart the series off with that advert, and that's the plot you go down. Yep. Or remove that. Com this whole series could have had that entirely removed, and I guarantee we wouldn't have missed it. No, uh, absolutely, at all. Absolutely, it, it was because you could have like Bucky. You could have bought um, that um, story with the woman who worked behind the bar, Leah. Mm -hmm. Leah, yeah, Leah. Leah, yeah, Leah. You could have had. You could have had that. That could have hit, been, you know, his thing, um, and that up again. And and maybe you could have had Zemo, but in a in a reduced capacity, so that it was kind of him. He's being pulled between present day and Zemo trying to bring him back to super soldier status mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. and you could have had that tug of war then you would have had, you would have had Sam you could have had Sam having I, I, Isaiah's kind of you know you, you um how can a black man be Captain America you'll never be accepted as such right up against 
this um there is a threat walker is taking the shield so actually sam needs to do you know what 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 that struggle can still happen but ultimately he'll always be captain america do you know what i've got a question for you what's the question Matt? well because you've never seen it before mm. so you're in a really unique position what do you want to see now from episode three to six and well four to six sorry well, uh, unfortunately, I've watched four and five. Oh, okay. And I've watched a bit of six already, to be fair. Uh, okay. Fair. Um, but but I think you know what I've just said applies, right? I I I. For me, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. This whole flag smasher plot. I don't. I don't want it. I don't want it. I. I really. This series could have done so much better yeah. without it completely. Completely. I, th- I think that's it. Like. So you've okay. So now I know that you've watched those these later episodes. Mm. We know that we get you know later on there will be a conflict. There'll be fights coming left, right, and center. Okay, mm. we're gonna we will see a conflict and a and a and a fight with John Walker. We will see a conflict and a fight with Carly. Um, and <laughs> there's one I I'm slightly bothered about, and there's one that I'm really not bothered about. Mm. There's so they really should have made their mind up on who's going to be the antagonist in this because we are being, I feel like we're kind of being led to believe it's this, you know, organization that's working or, well, but really the, the actual threat mm. is, is the, is the U S government. The, the, the threat is the fact that these people in power and that mm. is, and that is where they, you know, let's be honest at the end of the series, that is where they end up. But it just could have been explored a little bit more solidified. I, I, I wonder, mate. I wonder whether they have saved all of this political, economical kind of uh, views to mm. then be explored in more in depth with the next Captain America movie with New World Order. Because now we've spoken with Lee about it last week about understanding the fact that they're going to address the fact that there's a a dead um, celestial. Um, you know, in the top of the earth that they're trying to sort of uh, pull their resources from. And there's a mm. kind of like socio-political kind of like fight and argument and war over that. But also you've got kind of an opportunity of maybe going in a little bit deeper with this in the Thunderbolts. Mm. I wonder as well. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, yeah. Think, do you think that will happen? Uh, I can see the... It, it depends what plot they think is finished from this series and that and that's something we'll go into you know in next week's pod is which which plot because you know is it the plot about sam and about being being black captain america is that the plot that is finished in this series Mm. or is it is it flag smashers is is finished i'm assuming flag smashers and therefore, they will concentrate that in the next Captain America. Um, but equally, I do you think it will? Do you think it will be about Secret Invasion? Secret do you think there will be ties in there? Because the, the trailer just came out, didn't it, of, of Secret Invasion this week? Yes. So I, you know, and seeing the trailer myself again, I still don't really know what's actually going to be explored. But mm. like, it feels like the 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 war that's happening is very much in response to uh, the the actions by Nick Fury, hence why he's saying he has to go do this by himself and that kind of thing. But I wonder whether that's the actual threat is something that's more, like I mean, like local, localised, like another mm. rebel group is deciding to fuck shit up. Yeah. Because of yeah, different yeah. powers. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I've, it's this... Mm. I'm I'm not I'm not sure, mate. Sure, let's let's try know. let's try this out. Okay, so we usually do this at the beginning of the podcast, but what I'm gonna do, mate, is that I'm gonna go to Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten okay. Tomatoes. Okay, so Forrest. Yeah. Give me uh, an estimate of what you think the tomato meter is for Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh tomato meter, so this is the official the jury in the jury um i mean i wouldn't want it to be uh, the prefer- uh, this is a difficult one 
Well, I think, think about yeah. 80 80 percent you think it's 80 percent i think so i th- i think they're gonna they'll i think the judges would have liked how much there is i think there'll be a lot like comment you know i think it will get good praise because of the different threads that okay so there's two things that say that's what you think it is and yeah but what do you think it should be mate well I, the ju- okay well i if i was out of a hundred percent Mm. I would probably give this fifty-five. Whoa, really? I'd get. This is proper low, mate. Uh, it's well too much, which completely kills it for me. So, if we go back to what we watched last time, so that was one division. Okay, so one division in the uh, tomato meter averaged at ninety-one percent. Well deserved. Well deserved. Which is pretty good. Now, Falcon the Winter Soldier. So you said eighty. So you mm. think they've put about 80. So they have actually indeed put 84% for the tomato meter for Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, yeah. Now, do you want me to, to tell you what they've said in terms of the critics' Ooh, yeah. consensus? Okay, so it says here, the critics' consensus says, packed with blockbuster action and a deft character beats, Falcon and the Winter Soldier proves itself worthy of Captain America's legacy and its globe-trotting intrigue. Mature social commentary and sparky rapport between stars Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan. Interesting. Mm, interesting. Yeah, they're, mm, they're, yeah, they're implying that that, you know, if that, if that was the only thing this series followed, I'm 100% agreement. Those two... Brilliant. Everything else. Yeah. Do you you want to know what the audience's reaction to it was? Oh, yeah. Now, the problem is with the audience, as we've known for a while with Rotten Tomatoes, the problem is I think a a lot of the people who review it are Marvel, like hardcore Marvel fans who could not see a shit program even if, you know. They were faced with it. So I can guarantee you're about to tell me this is about like probably 92% or something. <laughs> it is 82%, mate. Right. Okay. Yeah. Still 82%. too fucking high. <laughs> it is quite high. Now, but the latest comment was on the 30th of, 31st of March, only a couple of days ago, um, by somebody called Luke A. He says, <laughs> it wasn't bad. It wasn't good. Quite boring. Which I think is perfect. That is, yes, I can be on board with that. Yeah, I didn't, but I didn't, I'm on board with it. But I wouldn't say this is boring. That's not one word that I would say. I don't think it's boring. Mm. Mm. I think it's over, um, uh, over complicated, mm. uh, over indulgent. I think it, it mm. kind of they they think it. You know, it's wittier than it is in places. Yeah. But yeah, not necessarily boring. So I'm just looking at the star ratings with these fan comments. A lot of them are around between between like two out of five, three out of five. Like mm. that's it. That's literally it. It's you know no one really has put five stars. Well, okay, I've just seen one. Okay, but like other than that, that's it. Yeah, yeah. that's literally it. Mm. Um. So that I that's that's tomato meter that's that's rotten tomatoes but mate so far I want you to give me what you think your rating is with this crisp packet content that we have my crispy packet the crispy packet uh, I th- so this for me so <coughs> uh, it's lunchtime at work okay walk into Tesco's yeah oh here we go let's have yeah. a look at the meal deal mm. oh. I'm walking over to the crisp aisle. Mm. What a selection of crisps. Mm. Oh, hang on a minute. Oh, they haven't stocked up, Matt. Oh, God, okay. Oh, Go no, it's a Sunday evening. Oh, Jesus. You know, they're waiting for the Monday stock, mate. Uh, oh, what's it? Oh, what, oh, all of these have sold. Really, they're all sold out. Okay, oh, oh what's, what's left? Oh. Oh, no. Oh, God, what is it? Oh, no. Don't tell me. Don't Do you know tell what's me. Left? Do you know <laughs> what's left? Go on. The ready salted hula hoop. Oh. Uh, yeah, it's, you know. I mean, you could put them on your fingers. It's You put them on your finger. You can make something out of them. You could pretend they're infinity stones. You could, you could. 
You could do that. <laughs> if you were Ted. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's just, oh, you know, it's there. It's fine. Does, it does some kind of job, but it's, it's not. I, I, I can't, I can't help but just uh, absolutely agree with you. It is a packet of ready salted crisps, but maybe with the occasional kind of like, oh, I feel, I think I just got a cheese and onion there. I think I got, I got, I think I got a salt and vinegar. Like it's not nice. They're not nice layers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not really, you're just not really sure what it is. Yeah, yeah, and 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 also the only bag of ready salted hula hoops is a huge fucking share bag that you know you're not gonna finish. Hundred percent. Because it's way too much, and it's and it's too bland. Can I tell you something? What's okay, that? on Saturday, right? I had quite a long car journey, and I thought to myself, right, I'm just got to put some petrol in. So I put some petrol in my car, and I saw a share packet of beef hula hoops. Yeah, exactly. That's beef good. hula hoops. Beef. Oh yeah. Are the god tier of hula hoops. You can't deny it, right? Hundred percent. They are so good. So I thought, oh, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to <laughs> buy that. And I'm going to, on my return journey, mm-hmm. eat the hell out of those. Okay. So Ooh. I went and did my business, went and did what I needed to see. As I was driving back, I opened up those bad boys. Mate, they were stale. <laughs> <gasps> oh, my God. That is sacrilege. They were stale. Oh, I, Jesus. I was honestly. I'm not, and I'm not, dear listener, I'm not joking here. I nearly cried. <laughs> like, I nearly just sort of shed a little kind of like whimper of just like, why? Why today? I really needed that crunch. And it was just like a <laughs> like oh, kind of flat. It's like drinking flat Coke. It well, was well, so bad. Were they winning date or? Yeah. I don't know what it was. I think oh. there must have, I think it must have had an air pocket. Uh, sometimes that can happen if you leave a little if it's just a little bit open it can get ruined from there um, oh no mate that but is... I, was, I was so upset mate I'm not joking I, yeah yeah, I, yeah. Oh, um, I, I tell you what okay I, I feel I feel like that we've just absolutely ripped this into shreds mm. quite quite heavily um, very very heavily yeah, yeah 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 I feel like we've been really heavy handed probably because we started so <laughs> So rocky today, dear listener. I do apologise, but I am interested to see how this goes for episode four and beyond. I do, I, I do still think there's lots for us to debrief about what's going to come next with Captain America. So I'm sure we'll do about we'll be doing that next week. I'm really interested to talk about Thunderbolts as well for us. So let's talk about mm-hmm. that next week as well because it all ties in with these characters being introduced as well. Um, <clears throat> I would love to ask Instagram. Uh, before the next podcast, Matt. Yeah, you know what they're, you know what they would rate. Yes. What you know? Oh, no, no. Actually, let's. We need to do it in the style of the podcast. Yeah. What kind of a crisp would they s- suggest this is? Oh my God! Let's. That, that's a question, and also a real right now. Yeah. Oh, that is it. <laughs> Boo! I'm talking to the real time. Yeah, you are. Okay. So, all right, people. So, dear listener, if you are listening, watching this right now, you've got to tell us in your best description, okay, what kind of crisp is Falcon and the Winter Soldier? We want to know. Give us that answer. Um, Mate, I've got a poem for you. Oh, hit me up. To hit you, to to finish this um, quite conflicted episode, let's say. I want us to finish on a high. So I've got a poem about Bucky Barnes. Oh, yes. So I'm going to give you the poem and that can be our episode. Job done, mate. Job done. All right, fine. Are you ready? Uh, Yep. I'll tell you what, I'm going to do it in the style of ASMR because I've been told to shut up as well. Well, 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 well. Can you do it in the voice of Ultron? (laughs) ASMR. Oh, okay. Uh, (laughs) Okay. Okay. Hi, Jim. Why are you treating the magician so poorly, Jim? Okay, okay, I got it. <laughs> that was an Office US uh, reference, just in case. It was, actually. Some people who have never seen it are just going, <laughs> what the fuck is he talking Ultra about? Ultron never said that. <laughs> Jim who? <laughs> J- Jimmy Woo? What? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I love that show so much. Okay, are you ready? Yep. Go into my mind. Scramble what's inside. Take me out. Put you in. Make me devoted. I'll commit your every sin. When you're bored, when you've left, my shell remains a zombie waiting for orders to fill the void of what's dead inside. Bucky, you're mine. Oh, God. Do you know, at one point, that (laughs) sounded like Ross from Friends. Doing some weird slow mo. <laughs> that sounded just like fucking David Schwimmer as Ross. That was the weirdest hybrid of a mama. <laughs> what I don't understand is wow. how is that related to Bucky? But like, okay, fine. Yeah. So uh, thank you to Arisu sixteen for what is titled Zombie Captain America. Love that. There you go. Well, until next week, mate, we've just absolutely rinsed rinsed that uh, series, but not as much as we'll rinse Eternals. Um, But we'll we'll get to episodes four to six next week. Uh, I need to watch the rest of the last episode, so I don't know what happens at the end. Yeah, Um, okay. So I'm excited. I'm intrigued. Thanos comes back. It doesn't happen, mate. And he announces that he's overdone. <laughs> All for you. All for me. All for I me. did this for Forrest. Yes! <laughs> see you later, mate. i see you later. I'm going back Enjoy. on holiday. Enjoy the rest of your trip, my friend. Bye, buddy. You take care. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com Thank you for listening to another episode of Don't Be a Hero Podcast. If you have any comments, feedback, or any thoughts, email us at don'tbeaheropodcast at gmail.com. Make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and other streaming platforms for future content. And to keep up to date on all things Don't Be A Hero, follow us on our Instagram or our TikTok at Don't Be A Hero Podcast. We'll see you there.